welcome to the Retro Blood. You are all my children now. You want to know what happens to an eyeball when it gets splintered? You got any idea how much blood jets out of a guy's neck? You've come back to us, Michael. Stop the rage. What have you done, you bastard? With you, wasn't it? You who started the epidemic, the evil that is wiping out our community. You raised the dead to feed on the living. You planned it. You were the ones who started. You wanted to defy hell. And now hell has accepted the challenge. Welcome back, everybody, to the Retro Blood. As we continue our zombified month here on the Retro Blood, dead things coming from the graves. Up next, if you like government soldiers trying to get bioweapons, I guess that's what it was, even though it was named something that's called Death One. I don't know why we'd research that. If you Death like, One. Yeah, Death One. If you like... Uh, an island full of, of zombies. If you like one DJ throughout the whole island commenting on world events. If you like soldiers on cocaine shooting up zombies, then brother, this is the review for you because the Retro Blood is talking all about Zombie 3, brother. Z- Zombie Man. 3, oh boy. This was something else. I mean, I'm not saying that we jumped the shark with the Zombie series yet, but boy, <laughs> this is a little tough over here. Like, yeah, th- yeah. this shit was trippy. It's and, it's so it's just so weird. Like, it's it, well, I mean, when we talked about do book this shit, we'll kind of explain why it turned out the way it did. Yeah. But it, yeah, it was it was rough. Yeah. Well, everybody, James Klein, Jay Allison. We are uh, we are continuing the zombie month, and we're continuing mm-hmm. the chronic the the what's it, the the trilogy series of these zombie movies, zombie two, three, and we're gonna be doing four uh, next week. But yeah. uh, you know, I thought like you know we we didn't have any hint of the voodoo shit going on no, here. So so what not what so much voodoo? This what time. part of zombie? What 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 timeline was this? Was this the Philippines timeline? I guess. Yeah, because yeah, this took place, I guess, in the Philippines. It was filmed in the Philippines. Um, this was actually, some of it was more like Dawn of the Dead than Zombie 2 was. Actually, some of this was like Return of the Living Dead with all the stupid jokes they well, did. So, okay. So, I, I can't figure out if they're actually jokes or if it's just the translation and the writing is just so bad that they seem like jokes. Well. <laughs> Listen, it's it's rough. It's rough. I don't want to go to the very end of the fucking movie. Right. But I will because I don't care. Okay. <laughs> when the fucking DJ turned into a zombie and was doing his old DJ thing, I mean, that's straight from the Return of the Living Dead. <laughs> Excuse me. Choke me up there. That, okay. You're right. That part was, uh, yeah, that part was jokey. But then, that you part know, was straight out Return of the Living Like Dead. we're going to say, though, this, is, this movie was kind of a cluster because it's like, it was like it's a faulty movie but it's not but it's not yeah so but we'll get it all into that everybody 
because we'll do that because we like to do that when the who booked this shit segment yeah so it just it is pretty interesting about like i i swear i thought they were gonna at least do i thought we we're gonna have one mention of the voodoo or some shit like that but no it was just some too. sort of like tube too. no voodoo oh bro oh, and this fucking scientist guy dr harold i don't i don't know if it was the fucking dubbing or if that was him but boy this guy he just graduated acting school because he was overacting brother oh fuck i don't think any of these people went to acting school <laughs> Um, it was, I mean, I don't think they did it's either. just so, it's so strange. And another weird fact about this is, so this movie came out, um, the date we're using is July the 29th, 1988, Yeah, which is the Italian release date for Zombie 3. Yeah. But, um, the movie Killing Birds that they, that they put out as Zombie 5 yeah. actually came out three weeks before this movie came out. Yeah. I was reading up on that. So... <laughs> No, this is a movie we gotta do one time <clears throat> because yeah. it was made by like a, a big. It's another Italian style film. Okay, Killing Birds. Yeah. Yes, and apparently the people that made it were big fans of Argento and stuff. And mm-hmm. it was apparently the film was supposed to be just Killing Birds, but then it's like ah, well, I'll just fucking slap a zombie title on it. You know what I mean? Just yeah, to keep yeah, just so it could do a little better at the box office. I was like, what? Okay. Well, yeah, because after people saw this piece of shit, they were definitely going to come back and see another one, right? Yeah, I mean, come on, brother. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to next um, week, so. <laughs> oh, I'm really looking I mean, forward I to next week. I mean, I don't know, week. like, <clears throat> my uh, New Year's resolution for this year was to not hate everything and to like... How's that uh, going? To like... To <laughs> uh-huh. and, and to find a, find a reason to like most things. And my my streak was broken. I made it all the way. I had something positive to say about every movie until we got to Return of the Living Dead 2. And I really had nothing positive to say about it. So I don't really have any incentive to love this movie either. Although I didn't hate it. I mean, I thought it was... No, okay. I mean, you were... I mean, was, um, when you were at first, first, I really liked it. Yeah, you sent me a message saying this movie was awesome. I was just like, <laughs> brother, give it 30 minutes. And you're like, yeah, just, just wait. Just wait. Just and wait. you were right. <laughs> speaking of, uh, not, tr- speaking yeah. of not trying to hate everything... Um, yeah. Before we get into our uh, history for this month, did mm. you watch uh, Dynamite on Wednesday or no? No, I went to that Queens of the Stone Age concert, oh, yeah, so I haven't right. got a chance to watch it yet. But they did have a uh, yeah. Texas Chainsaw Death Match Massacre yeah. or something like yeah. that. Yeah, for the new video game, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is doing a video mm. game kind of like that. Did you ever play that uh, Friday the 13th video game they came out with? Oh no, I didn't. I, yeah, I have it, but I've never really played it. But yeah. so, but they're doing a game that's like that. Yeah, it's very similar to that. That's kind of that's kind of except, cool. except in this game, you're you're not the you're not the uh, survivors. You're you're like a trio of killers. So it's like mm-hmm. it's like you're you're like the people from the original movie. Uh, you're like okay. you're like them trying to kill the uh, the people coming into your compound and shit. So it, it it looks okay, but it's kind of like, it looks like one of those games where you play for a little bit and you're just like, okay, I'm done. But you know, it it doesn't look that bad. So it's not multiplayer, like you're not, um, because in the Friday the Thirteenth game, some people were J, like one person was. Yeah, Jason I'm pretty sure you can do that. Was a counselor. Yeah, oh, okay. but if you're just playing okay. the regular story by yourself, you're just the killers. Yeah, because I remember in the original Friday the Thirteenth game, they. Uh, there, they, there was a there was a loophole like a that you could exploit. Like Jason couldn't climb on top of the cabins. Are you so talking about that fucking the roof of, and the fucking Super Nintendo one? 
No, I'm talking about the one that they made that was multiplayer. Oh yeah, that one. Jason yeah. couldn't climb on top of the cabins at first. I think they fixed it near the end, but yeah. Um, so if you climbed on top of a cabin, you could just sit there and survive because he couldn't get up there to kill you. Yeah. Now, I mean, this one probably has some bugs in it and shit, but but oh, anyway, that match everybody's giving giving some hate. I kind of mm-hmm. liked it. I mean, it's goofy enough. I like that goofy shit. And Leatherface was in the match, apparently. Yeah. So the only sport I'm gonna give to you on it. All right, okay. it's like <laughs> I thought it was hilarious when this happened. So, you know, Jeff is getting beat up in the ring. You got Sotner yeah. Singh there. You got Jay Lethal. They're they're all fighting in the ring and stuff. Jeff Jeff is pretty much um, he got like a tar shot to the head. They reversed the okay. tar shot on him. Leatherface uh-huh. comes out. So Leatherface was rumored to be you know Jeff Jarrett invited Leatherface to the arena. Don't even yeah, tell me. Don't even course. tell me how that would work out. Okay, because he happens to be friends with Leatherface. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah, of course. They're like the same things, I guess. Who you know? I guess, yeah. So Leatherface comes out and then he turns on him. Mm. So I guess he turned Babyface. Leatherface did. I guess. I guess Leatherface he, turned he, Babyface. Yeah, he knocked Jay, Le- Jay Lethal down, I believe. And then he goes out and he like stalks with his chainsaw at Karen. So to make it look like a, a, a horror scene where, mm-hmm. where Leatherface has the chainsaw and he's about to like, like you know, attack karen jarrett with it and she's like screaming like she's like you know one of those girls in a horror movie and she runs off sure so that part you know i didn't mind it but the funniest part was like so then they they so then they just cut back to the ring all right satan sings right behind jeff jay lethal hits jeff with the hammer knocks him out satan sing choke slams him jeff jarrett pins him right you would think okay Mm so Jeff, you know, Jeff's out of it. He doesn't know what's going on. Sotnam Singh, you know, they, they had to sure. see Karen run away. Yeah. So instead of going helping her, they, they just celebrate in the ring with the belt. Hmm. So I just okay. thought it was funny. Because it's like, okay, uh, let, yeah. let's let's not go help out Jeff's wife, who's getting dangerously stalked by a known serial killer who kills women. Yeah. Let's celebrate in the ring with a, uh, a delusional Jeff and give him the Texas Chainsaw Belt. So. That was gonna be my next question. Like, what belt are they talking about? Oh, so it, a Texas no, they, they just belt? made it. Yeah, they just made a, a random belt. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So it would have been funny if you saw it, probably. But anyway. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I'm laughing on the inside. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's definitely uh, goofy. But uh-huh. it sounds like goofy in a good way, though. Well, everybody's giving a shit. So you could probably either watch. Everybody gotta watch it for yourself. You know what I mean? Okay. So I I recommend watching it for yourself. I I thought the, I thought the everything was kind of fine. You know, just normal hardcore stuff. It just mm. that part as a horror fan, just uh, I just found it funny. Let's just le- let's leave the screaming girl alone with the killer and let's celebrate in the ring with the belt. <laughs> wow. Okay. So speaking of celebrating stuff in the ring with the belt, let's get yeah. into the history segment, like we do let's on do every retro blood. Talking about what's happening in the pro wrestling and the metal music around the release date. Now, of course, this is a Italian film, so you know mm-hmm. the release dates are all funky and shit. But the the one we're doing is the it- Italy release date of July 29th, nineteen eighty eight. Okay. Yep. And I have found that the WWF was doing a house show on July 29th. 1988 so if we were in washington at the tacoma dome not only okay. would we would have 
what the fuck we would have found this movie well i guess we couldn't see this movie because it was in a, a, a town in italy yeah. yeah yeah who knows so what we do is Me. what we would have done was we would have we would have saw this movie in washington and took the red eye all the way to italy to have our yeah, special screening those. yeah yeah, because we watch we like Zombie Two so much, so we flew all the way to Italy to watch yeah. those. And of course, you know we're, we're down. We're we're cool with Fulci, so he just gave us some tickets and he played for the paint. Oh, right. Mind. Yeah, we're down with we're definitely down with Fulci. Yeah, well, he, he likes metal too. Yeah. So. Yeah. So there you go. Works out. So we, what we did was we just did a campaign of get this two metal guys to Italy, and it worked for nineteen eighty eight. So this card, it's okay. So you know. Not not too uh, not not too shabby over here, everybody. If you're a WWF fan during this particular time, so we have uh, Mr. Perfect's up first. Kurt Henning he defeated Scott Casey, so we just get a little bit warm up match, a little warm up squash. Uh, we have the Big Boss Man defeated Pork Chop Cash. Okay, Do you know who Pork Chop Cash is? I've heard of him, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not familiar with uh, Al Hayes, Porkchop Cash, but I've heard of them. Oh, Al Hayes. Wow, yes. okay. We have, nice. well, I would love to see this fucking match. Haku yeah. defeated Sam Houston. Ooh. Or he just beat yeah, his ass. Yeah, I bet that was good. Beat his ass. Yeah, I bet he beat the shit out of Sam Houston. So this would also be a pretty good match, even though it has a weird lineup. The British Bulldogs, David Boy Smith, and the Dynamite Key de- defeated Mr. Fuji and Smash. So I guess, I guess uh, Axe was injured during this time, so Mr. Fuji, I, you know, I, I guess that is failed really in, brother. Thing. Like yeah, yeah. So the other half of, de- of uh, you know the, the tag team didn't uh, didn't fill it. It wasn't there. So let's just get our manager to do it or a manager yeah. to do it. Yeah, duh. I mean, come on. You know what I mean? They they, they didn't start doing that more nowadays. You know what I mean? Just have the manager mm, fill in yeah. the role. Get some heat on yeah, some people. Even though, the same thing. even though there's not a lot of heat managers now. I mean, the only person I could think about is Don Callis is the only manager that gets the real heat. Yeah, I mean, you don't think that Paul Heyman is that way? A little bit? I mean, a little bit, but I mean, it, it, it is the, the, the whole, to me, the whole bloodline, Paul Heyman stuff, they're so closed off. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just kind of like its own little thing. But he does give, you know, obviously Paul Heyman does you know, get a little heat and stuff. But I think right now, I think Don Callis is getting a little bit more in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. He's so good at it though. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know yeah I mean? Of Don course Callis he is. is like, yeah. When he was uh Cyrus, the virus and ECW, like he was so good. at just getting heat. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely good. He was a jackal. That's why, that's yeah, why yeah. I, that's why I knew him as a jackal. So up next is the yeah. reason I would have been to this show. Well, one of the reasons Actually, we actually a pretty good uh, three-part card here. We have a body match, which I talked about this match before. And eventually, when I uh, we get out of Facebook jail, maybe I'll put it back on the group page, or maybe I'll just put it on yeah, the YouTube. Yeah. We'll figure it out. The uh, the Ultimate Warrior defeated Hercules. Right. Yeah, we've talked about that match before. So that they were probably doing this match a lot, getting yeah. ready for uh, Warrior's big push, I guess. Oh, yeah, right? definitely. You know... Two body guys going out there flexing. I mean, what more do you need? Lots of uh, top rope shaking. We need we, we need that nowadays. How come there, like we have Brian Cage out there flexing, but nobody else goes out there and starts flexing? I mean, why can't we just have a pose off? Yeah, you just have two other guy, two guys like have yeah. him and um, uh, what's that other guy? Um, 
just pose. What is that guy's name? Which um, one? The other, the the really big guy in uh in uh um in, in AEW. I just said Brian Cage. Yeah, Brian Cage, and then the other guy would be um the muscle. What dude? is that guy's name? Yeah, Wardlow. No, well, Wardlow would work, but like, no, the guy we saw him when we went to AEW, but we saw him for Ring of Honor. He was on a squash match. Um, Hobbs? I cannot think of that guy's name. Powerhouse Hobbs, Hobbs. Yes. Yeah. Powerhouse Hobbs. Yeah. So you could have him and Powerhouse Hobbs in a in a body match. That would be fantastic. Yeah, there you posing. go. See, that'd be a good match. Even though I'm pretty sure they fought, yeah. but they used to be in the stable together. They did. So up next we have Jake Roberts fight Rick Rude yeah. to a double countout. So this is probably during their um their feud where Rick Rude was trying to hit up on Jake's wife, which we talked about before here on the podcast mm. on the archive section. And of course, our main event, Macho Man Randy Savage, the champion at the time, defeated Ted DiBiase in a no DQ match to retain the WWF title. So I like it how Macho Man is one of the only people to win by an actual pinfall, unlike a DQ yeah. or a countout. So that's pretty impressive. Yeah, and he was a face during this time, so you just had your face go over. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So pretty good, pretty good little card here. And we watched that, hang out with some of the wrestlers, drink some, drink some beer, catch the red eye, go to Zombie 3, watch the movie, figure out why the fuck did we come all the way out here to watch this shit? You know, pretty good stuff. Next thing we're going to do has got to be better than that, right? Yeah. So we got going off of the metal. I think you found some uh, fun stuff, huh? I did. I found us a good uh, a good little few days of, of, of shows. We could have went to that um you know, that wrestling show and then we could have flown all the way to Italy to see uh Zombie Three. And then we could have got on a red eye to fly back to Denver, Colorado, to take in the nineteen eighty eight version of the Monsters of Rock touring festival. And um, I remember when this came to Washington, D.C., and I wanted to go, but obviously I was not able to go to that. Um, but it had um, had a good lineup. It was headlined by Van Halen during the Sammy Hagar era, which is my favorite era of Van Halen. I love the Van Hagar much more than the uh, other Van Halen, in my opinion. I think it was the best era that they were in, and they were also supporting OU812, which is my favorite Van Halen album. So this would have been a great tour for me to That's see. That's wild. Um, I have seen it since because all of these shows are on uh, YouTube, which, like I, like you said, if we ever get out of Facebook jail, we'll figure out how to do that, then um, we can put some of those up. But, um, but yeah, they were. Um, it was a huge tour. I mean, it was in football stadiums. Um, you know, they played like the Pontiac Silverdome where WrestleMania three was. Um, but on this day, they were in Denver at Mile High Stadium, which is where the uh, Broncos play, I believe. Um, and it was an all day thing, you know, so you show up at like, you know, 1130 in the morning is when doors open and the show starts at 130. And the big thing that I could think of really for me, other than a Van Halen set would have been Metallica played in the middle of the afternoon. They played at 230 to 330. So had an hour long set in the middle of the day. And this was like right before and justice for all came out. So they were like doing like a warm up tour, getting ready for that. Um, but they played, you know, like in the middle of the day, kind of as an opening act. And then after that, your boys came on. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. Dawkins played after after a 30-minute break. Dawkins played. And and not to be outdone, like I'm sure Dawkins did not want to play 
the same amount of time as Metallica because they figured they're a big band. So instead of playing 60 minutes, they played 65. Oh, okay. I get the extra so, one song in. So, yeah, I get the uh-huh. extra one song. So they play from 4 to 5.05. And they're, so about, a, they're, set, they're, they're about a yeah. year into their uh, Back from the Attack album, which is like the most popular one. Uh, yeah, and also near the end, too. I'm pretty sure yeah. that this was the last tour they ever did. Um, you know, like after Back for the Attack was done, I don't think they did another tour. But you I know they're coming out with that. a new CD? Well, a who's in the band, though? Right now? Yeah, no, who's yeah, who's playing on the new CD? Is it just Don Dockin and a bunch of other people, or is George Lynch playing on it? Uh, I have to research it, but I know Don I know uh, Don Dawkins going to be on there. They already released their first yeah. single. Okay, well, I might check that out. Um, I really am do. only interested. I'm really only interested in Dawkin if George Lynch is in the band. But we'll see. We'll see how that. Turns we'll read out. the other bands and I'll research that. Right. All right. All right. So then after that, we had a set change, and then we we had. The Scorpions. Scorpions came up at 5.50 to 7.20. Um, so they had a good little hour and, you know, some change to play. Um, and then at 8.20 to 10.30, you had your uh, you had your Van Halen set playing all the classics. Well, actually, they didn't really play all the classics because during the, uh, the Van Hagar era, he didn't really like to play. He didn't really like to sing the songs that they did before he was in the band, but they did do a few. But yeah, they would have done all the classics for me. So they would have done all the Van Hagar songs like Dreams and um, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, so that would have been a really, really, really good night and a really a lot of lot of metal. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure, I just have this feeling, I mean, Van Halen's great, but I have this feeling that Metallica would have like blown us away if we were there at that show. I mean, seeing Metallica in 1988 op- kind of opening in the middle of the day, I think that would have just like blown our minds. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, I definitely, it definitely would have been. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you got back to back like crazy band, especially like the beginning. You know what I mean? Mm. But isn't like Thy Kingdom Come there too? Yeah, Kingdom Come played uh, opened. Yeah, they played like a forty minute set at the very beginning. They were like an op- the opening act, if you will, and then Metallica played at two thirty. Um, but yeah, that would have. I mean, that sh- I mean that would have been fantastic. I, I remember seeing the ads on TV for this. Uh, they had like TV ads for it, and I wanted to go so bad, but I was too little. Yeah, go to the holiday metal festival. I was definitely there too. So let's see. So Dawkins and Lynch. All right. Yeah. The let's see. So apparently there, I guess there was a big like falling out and stuff, and the pair oh, had yeah. since been fences with Lynch eventually performed with Dawkins in recent years, although he hadn't rejoined the band. So mm. without their rate of output has slowed, Dawkins returned this week with an excellent single, Fugitive, the first true new music from the group in over a decade. Guitarist John Livens sounds strong. So yeah, I don't think Lynch is in this one. It's like he has like a whole yeah. new band. I'll still give it a shot. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. It sounded pretty good to it me. It could be so. good. It could be good. I mean, it sounds like classic Dawkins, I'm guessing. Yeah, I mean, you know, he doesn't do the old pitches like he used to, but it's pretty good. Oh, I would say it's pretty, it's pretty, you know, the first Fugitive song, it sounded pretty good. So I guess see what the rest of the album sounds like, but hasn't been released yet. But I thought it was like sounding pretty good, so I'm pretty excited. Yeah, it comes out next month, right? It comes out in September? Um, It's either September or October. Let me check here for everybody out there. This yeah, one, it's, no, it comes out October 27th. 2023 oh okay october 27 all right so. yeah we can check out the brand new uh yeah. 
new docket. Maybe when we're doing our uh, our, our, our our battle of the, uh-huh. uh, I'm just gonna break. I'm, yeah, I'm just break it here, brother. We're coming back with the lights out in October, doing battle oh, yeah, of the Halloween sure. Havocs two, which was again a, a very fun. Uh, yeah. Lights out that we did in October. I'm, I'm probably gonna make that a yearly thing be- until we run out yeah, of Halloween Havocs because that was until we run super out fun. of them. Yeah, so. they uh, we tied last year, so it was a competition, and we we tied. Oh, I'm taking it home this year, brother. I don't think so. <laughs> we'll I don't see. I don't think so either. Because <laughs> I've already I've already heard your plans, and I think you're gonna lose. <laughs> hey, it, by losing, does it mean I'm winning? Maybe. Swerve, yeah. Maybe, swerve, bro. My swerve. Uh, but yeah, that's going to be great. So that comes up in a couple of months. So people, people love the episode. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people like, I got a lot of good feedback about the old episode that we did a year ago from people who don't even like wrestling, thought it was fun. So yeah, check it out. So, um, also too, you know, we will be releasing our, our special Halloween, um, lineup at the end of next week's show. Just let everybody know. Oh Yeah. It's gonna be a big one. It's gonna be big, big one, guys. Big, big stuff. And I got a couple specials happening too that I'm gonna let everybody know about. But let's get this. Uh, let's get this. Who booked this shit going? Because this this movie yeah. does have a very interesting like production and background to it. So yeah, if by interesting you mean like interesting like a train wreck, yes, yes. pretty much. <laughs> so you know, yeah, obviously you know. Uh, Fulci, you know, we talked about him. You know, he yeah. did, he did uh, uh, Zombie 2 and stuff, yeah. and he was tasked to do, you know, Zombie 3 a little bit. Um, but it was this, uh, uh I'm gonna butcher everybody's name, which I probably oh, this will. This will be great. This will be great. So we have Claudio Fragagos, or no, Fragagoso. It's hard to say, Fragasso. Yeah. Fragasso. Yeah, Claudio. Yeah, he's Fergasso. actually made he's actually made some really good movies. Yeah, um, some of which we'll be doing a show. He made Monster Dog is what one I can think of. Oh yeah, and yeah, he yeah. actually directed the movie for next week too. Oh nice, yes, I believe. So he he's credited with doing some of the uh, the screenplay for this film, but mm-hmm. it was it was also there was a we have some uh, where. So tell me, some, tell me something here, uh, Allison, everybody. Why do these Italians yeah. they have their women write the movie and they're just like, ah, we're not putting your fucking name on it. We're gonna put my name on it. I mean, I think that it goes back to what we've been talking about for the last <laughs> couple of months about like how the Italians are, and like I think that I think it's just like an old, old, old world like machismo type thing where it's just like this super macho thing where I'm just going to take credit for your work kind of thing. Yeah. Cause our Argento did that too to Daria Nicolodi. Yeah. And it's not like she was a nobody. I mean, she was a famous actress and worked in film for years when he, when they got together. So it's kind of weird that not weird, I guess for the time, but it's weird from our eyes today. But yeah, apparently uh Rosella Drudy, his wife wrote zombie three. Yeah. Um, but that only credits him. Yeah, yeah, only credits him. Of course, brother. Put my name on that script. All right? But he wrote the, uh, or she wrote, they wrote the Fulci version of the movie, right? Yes. So their script was filmed in the Philippines. All right? Mm-hmm. As it was a cheap and convenient location to shoot. Yeah. So so apparently, Zombie 3 was originally announced as a 3D film. Yes. So that would have been something. 
we would have had fucking uh, soldiers th- in 3D not shooting their target at all. <laughs> yeah, it would it would have been something to see this in 3D. This would have been a complete waste in 3D. Yeah. So but, dr- director you know. Fulci went to the Philippines along with his daughter, Camilla, in late mm-hmm. 1987 and spent six weeks shooting Zombie 3. So, yeah, month and a half. Month and a half, brother. So here's when the uh, drama. Oh, you know we like the drama here on the Retro Blood, brother. Yeah, uh, this is when things younger. started to fall apart. Yeah. So Fauci left the production partway through, and opposing views were given for his departure. The first being an illness that left him unable to film, and the second being that he was having disputes with the producers. So basically, mm-hmm. he said, this don't work for me, brother. I'm going to... What I'm going to do is I'm going to use my creative control clause. Yeah. And I'm going to change the script. Yep. All right. And he should because he was the one developing the shit. So. So, but, you know, they, like I said, some people thought, oh, he was leaving because he was sick. And then some people were leaving, okay, because he had a big fight. And I'm going to go with the, uh, I'm going to go with the, uh, the fight. Part. Yeah, I think I think the uh, I think the sickness is an excuse that he or people made for him as as a reason for him to go home as opposed to just getting sick of working on this movie. Yeah, but he did make a movie, right? I mean, he did kind of finish yeah. it in a way. Yes. So uh, he he said he like he didn't finish making he didn't finish making this is what he said, Fauci. He didn't finish making Zombie Three, but the reason wasn't anything to do with illness. There was an argument, mm-hmm. and so, so, and I finished off in an hour and a quarter of the film. So he finished off most of it, like an hour and a quarter of the film. He states that he could not get no, the right. script changed, which he deemed to be dreadful, <laughs> and modified no, it with say. his daughter. Um, Fergasso stated that Fulci simplified his screenplay and shot a seven-minute film, which shocked producer uh, friends, uh, Franco. Yeah, a 70-minute film. Yeah. Fergasso went on to state that after the final editing of the film, it had a running time of one hour and ten minutes, but f- that felt mm. like a slow montage and was cut down further <laughs> to 50 minutes. Wow. Yeah. So, there was a... Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, so yeah, so basically, it was just slow and boring. Yeah. Basically. And then, um, so then they ended up getting Bruno Mattei to come in to fix it, right? Yeah. So they brought him to work on the production... In order to complete it. So yes, Bruno had been in the Philippines at the time filming Strike Commando 2. Yes. So Bruno Mattei, I love Bruno Mattei. And not because he's a great filmmaker, but just because he does whatever he wants to do and he doesn't give a shit what anybody else thinks. So he had made Strike Commando, which is a fantastic movie, which you should watch. It's not a horror movie. It's just a, it's kind of like a missing in action Rambo type ripoff movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he was making a sequel to it called Strike Commando 2 at the time in the Philippines. So they're like, well, why don't we just get Bruno to finish up Zombie 3? Yeah. What could go wrong? So this guy, this guy Bruno, what he did was he, he finished up Strike Commando 2, right? Flew home, yeah. spent some Christmas with his family, and then he returned yeah. in January, brother, to film more scenes for Zombie 3. But... Uh, but the problem was yeah. they yes. couldn't get a lot of the main actors to return to the film, so they started filming just random new sling plot subplots to the film. Yes. So, I mean, so let's put this in perspective for a minute. So, so he has part of a movie, 
and he he's he's paid to finish the movie, mm-hmm. but he couldn't get any of his actors to come back, so he could only make the movie with what he had. Yeah. So he shot new scenes that were subplots for the movie. Um, but they did have an ending though, right? Like fully yeah. shot the ending of the movie. Yeah. They're... I mean, the only thing I could think that he was doing was like the only subplots I saw in there was basically the, uh, was it the soldier and like one girl trying to go to the, trying to drive off and, and get the hospital where he's running through the whole place. I couldn't really tell what the subplots were that he was filming because it looked like we had almost the main people like almost in every scene. Yeah, so I think that he shot. I think that Bruno shot the the scene with the soldier and the girl in the jeep. Yeah, I think he shot those, and then he shot every scene that had the soldiers in the contamination suits. So the big subplot really was. I, I guess the original version didn't have the plot of the soldiers trying to kill everybody that had anything to do with the, with death one. Yeah, I guess, but, but we saw some of those white soldier guys and, uh, you know, some scenes with some of the main actor. I, but the thing is, to be honest with you, I couldn't really like tell who the main people were. Like I kind of got it, but they're like, a lot of people were just like dying that I didn't think were going to die. Yeah. So, but I mean, well, like, I mentioned that they made it pretty good we for a zombie. Film, so, yeah, right. When we were watching it, I mentioned that. I was like, I don't really understand what's going on or why any of this is happening. Yeah. Well, I guess it does. Um, I guess he does say which ones he did. So, Bruno claimed that he shot about 40% of the film, including all the early scenes in the film and all the scenes in which fe- featured the soldiers dressed in white anti-contamination uh, Contamination, suits. yeah. So, you're right about that. He elaborated that his... Um, include the entire beginning with the stolen suitcase. The hell like, oh, so he did all that shit. Yeah, so that wasn't even in the original movie. So the scene at the beginning yeah. where they, they steal Death One yeah. inside that suitcase, like he added that to the movie. He did the so helicopter scene. Maybe he had a he- maybe he had a helicopter left over from uh, Commando. Strike Strike. Commando. Yeah, he's just like, oh, I'll bring it aboard. <laughs> so he did the scenes involving heavy security guards storming the hotel room and the scenes where the zombies started to burn. Okay, so he yeah. did the pretty much the beginning part of the film. Yeah. Uh, Fragazzo later said that he directed a number of the additional scenes that Bruno is credited with having directed, but he let Bruno take full credit because he did not want to get into conflict with later later with Fulci. Mm. So both Fragazzo and Bruno make cameos in the film as soldiers who are putting a corpse into the incinerator. Yeah, so they're in it. That's that's Fragrasso and Matei. But they, um, but I don't know that Fulci. It would have been a much conflict with Fulci because apparently, I think Fulci, from what I've heard, hates this movie. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'll read a quote here in a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when asked if the film should be credited solely to Fulci, Bruno responded that it was hard to say, and that the film's soul mm. is for from Fulci. It was his his object, not mine. I only took it over after the main production was finally finished. Fulci was informed about everything, and there was little discussion about it. So, but apparently, to our boy Fulci, mm. he states that <laughs> I, um, I don't. He says he, he says he basically he doesn't reminisce on any movies, or doesn't hate any of his movies except for Zombie Three. All right? Then he says yes. that, but that movie's not mine. All right, it's the most foolish of my productions. It has been done by a, by a group of idiots. 
<laughs> I was like, damn, bro, that just put that salt on everybody. That was hardcore. That was hardcore. So basically, Fauci's not taking credit for this movie. Bruno's not taking credit for this movie. Nobody wants yeah. to take credit for this fucking movie. Yeah. Because, uh, and once you watch it, you'll see why. Yes. So, but, you know, like I was saying, a lot, like, so when we watched Dawn of the Dead, when we did our Lights Out review of Dawn of the Dead, when we did, last week when we did Zombie 2, there was a certain theme or certain style that these two movies had, where it's stories, but we're having these zombies do certain things. I felt like this movie, basically what it did was it tried to make the zombies a little bit faster. And it also tried to add a little bit more like comedy into it that I didn't really need. Yeah, I mean, I don't, yeah. I didn't find it. I mean, I found it funny, but unintentionally funny. Yes. Um, unless some of that stuff is intentional, then great. Hats off to them. It was hilarious. But it's almost like, like some of it is almost like a zombie kung fu movie. Yeah, in that is true. We do have like ninja how- zombies in this bitch. Kind of have ninja zombies, like how they would just kind of jump out of nowhere yeah. and attack you. Yeah, like well, um, well, I thought so when I was watching that, those those ninja zombies everywhere. That's actually what I called them in my notes. <laughs> I was just like, okay, well, we're in the Philippines, so like you know, a lot yeah. of Philippines, Japanese, you know, you know, those guess, type of movies yeah. are a lot of their characters are really quick, like everybody's really fast. Yeah. So I just thought, like, okay, well, we just got to add that shit in there. These fast zombie like. Ninja zombie yeah. creatures, guys. So, yeah, yeah. But everybody, I say we get into the full review because there's a lot to talk about when it comes to this yeah. non-claimed zombie. Maybe we'll claim it. Like I'll claim it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I did that shit. Yeah, I directed zombie, yeah. uh, zombie three in 1988. Yeah. I, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I don't see why you wouldn't. You know, just be like, yo, I did that movie. I mean, yeah, it sucked, but you know, it was there. You know, I had to. Uh, if it, Fulci was still alive, him and Matei and Fergras would be like, "Yeah, that guy directed it, not us." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah they still all be, the credit. Yeah, yeah, they still be going on it. So, but let's get into it, everybody. Zombie three. All right, so we start off when we have uh, <laughs> this fucking doctor. <laughs> This guy, like the guy doctor, not his fucking nurse assistant, whatever. Yeah. Fucking Harold. I don't know where the fuck they found this guy. I can't even find his fucking Wikipedia. I can't find his back. I don't know where they found this guy. Oh, this guy has no Wikipedia. His acting, like, fucking, he made Herbert West look like a fucking, I mean, (laughs) this guy is not even the same category, bro. This guy was just overacting everything. So they're doing these fucking death. So they have this, uh, uh, mutated disease or chemical and they're testing it out on dead people for tell me if this sounds familiar allison okay i have a bioweapon and i'm going to use it for government experiments so they can weaponize it yeah what could go wrong yeah what can go wrong i've never seen that before now granted they didn't say that in this movie they don't really actually tell us why they're testing out this death one but that's what it's mm-hmm. called. Death one. Like this like tube shit. So does so since um Matei, Bruno Matei filmed all of this, yeah. then uh we were assuming. I mean, I guess Fulci could have filmed this part, but um he, he at least filmed the scenes that are coming after this. 
So does that mean in the original version, there's no death one doesn't exist? I mean, I guess not because if you think about it, if he if he filmed all the beginning, yeah. I mean that's pretty much what the whole movie was about was that death one. They only mentioned the death one and that chemical when he saw the uh, the doctor and you saw the general. Yeah, right. So I, I think that they that that's a that's a Bruno Mattei creation. Like he created the idea of death one and wrote that into the movie as to why this is happening. Yeah, because, you know, um, so actually to, to, to give you some insight, so I thought this, you know what I thought this movie was going to be about? I thought this movie uh, at first was going to be about the the Moto area, or mo- Moto, or what's it called? Moto? From the from the Moto? last movie? The island that we were on. on oh, Zombie Matul? Matul, okay. Yeah. I thought it was going to be the backstory of how everybody turned into voodoo zombies there. Yeah, yeah, I kind of thought it was going to be more voodoo yeah. in this, but no. but no, we have some death one chemical shit. Yeah, so they 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 test out it, and then they realize this this person is coming back to life. But the I guess the experiment went wrong, and the the thing turned into a a zombie. And this yeah. is when so I I don't know what they were trying to actually accomplish with this. I think they were trying to maybe bring people back to life or something. They didn't really explain it. So Harold calls up the uh, the government or the soldiers. We're led to believe they're probably U.S. soldiers going to Philippines. I guess. I guess <laughs> we're doing sure. deadly experiments in the Philippines. Um, and he basically is telling everybody, "Hey, this death one is too dangerous. You gotta come and get your shit." Yeah. Okay. So this is when they the soldiers are coming, I guess, to pick up the chemical, and Harold's just gonna meet him outside. But we have a a, a a renegade third party group. Yes, goes and steals the chemical. Now, how do they even find out that this death one was like a thing? I don't know. We'll never know. Yeah, because there's no backstory. It's just there. Right. <laughs> so they maybe show up in a helicopter and decide they're going to take. Maybe it. our boy Bruno's like, listen, I'm fucking. I just got here. There's no screenplay. I'm just gonna. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm just gonna tie this into my Commando movie. Maybe it's a yeah. subplot from his commando movie. Maybe, maybe, maybe the uh, maybe the fucking soldiers are gonna bring it back and bring it to his movie or something. The death. Maybe because that would be that would be pretty amazing because we yeah. haven't seen Strike Commando too. So maybe there's a scene in it where they talk about having to go steal the serum. Yeah. And then awesome. you watch Zombie Three and you're like, holy shit, there there it is. Yeah, it's like a subplot within that movie about a small yeah. group going to go get get this death one, but you know it doesn't go good. So we have one guy steals a death one, and he's getting chased mm-hmm. in like this island, you know, the, because we're in yeah. the Philippines. It's on like a beach island, and I don't yep. know where they hired these soldiers, but this guy was not. A, he must have been a rookie because he took forever to shoot this guy. And there's, you cannot tell me a trained U.S. soldier cannot shoot somebody from a helicopter up, up, and when he has like, I would say he had like clear because there's you know trees places. But I'm pretty sure this guy yeah. could have shot this guy down with how many bullets he was yeah. pushing out. Yeah, but then the movie would have been over if they had killed the guy right there. I know, but it's still. like the Stormtroopers. Yeah. Stormtroopers and Star Wars can't hit anybody because if they did, the movie would be over. That's true. So eventually this guy does nick him a little bit. And the guy yeah. who stole the uh, the serum, um, he, he got some of the serum into his body. And, of course, he leaves it there and he runs out. And yeah. This is what we get. He goes to basically he goes to a hotel, and I don't know if you catch. I always catch the little dubbing stuff on here. So he goes, 
he goes past this couple and like the guy i don't know if you heard their conversation but she he was all like so yeah you're gonna do that right because we're on vacation and i was like what <laughs> what what she's like yeah i might be able to do that since we're on vacation i was like what kind of freaky shit's going on over here <laughs> wow so he walks past them right and then she's like yeah. don't talk to him he looks like a corpse haha <laughs> <laughs> because he is going to be a corpse soon so the and the infected uh uh third party rebel group guy who's infected mm. by the serum now cannot get a room until he gives the clerk more money yes because it's easier like that so he just goes to get a big wad of cash and says okay now you can have a room yeah Maybe that's what we should do. Like, you know what I mean? We're out there in the concert wrestling. It's like, we, we, you know, we try to check into a hotel late at night. Hey, you can't come in here? Oh, yeah? Well, how about an extra dollar and some Skittles in there in a second? <laughs> that, that might do it. That might do it <laughs> if we ever had that problem. Yeah, we always book in advance. Uh, yeah, we're usually welcomed with open arms in the hotels we stay in. So far, at least. So now we have the uh, the soldiers. They're talking to Doctor Herbert and stuff. And mm. so, so her, do, not Herbert, but Doctor Harold. I was thinking about Herbert mm. West. He was way cooler than this fucking guy. Well, of so, course. So Doctor Harold is talking to his <laughs> his uh, group. I guess his doctors, and he's like, guys, mm. death one is very dangerous. I'm like, I think we no we shit. already <laughs> No shit. Okay. Yeah. So the soldier guy, the the general walks in. And Harold's basically explaining to him, "Don't worry about it. If because they, 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 they said they found the box, you know, with the, the fucking liquid in it." And Harold's like, "Oh, yeah. don't don't worry about it, guys. Once it gets to the air, it'll evaporate. Everything's good." He's like, "Well, the soldier guy's like, well, maybe somebody, the, the guy got in cam- contaminated by it." And this is when Harold freaks out. What? He got contaminated? What? I mean, that thing it can transfer through everything, <laughs> saliva. So at first, at first kissing, it was fine because. It- other it, bodily it functions. <laughs> you didn't like. You didn't like the. You didn't like the other bodily functions. Okay, go ahead. No, no, yeah, I did, but uh, but you know, it can it can only live a certain amount of short amount of time when it when it gets into oxygen. However, if it infects somebody, it can transmit throughout the whole world. Apparently, yeah. You you just so yeah. So if 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 the actual serum goes in the yeah. air, it dies. But if it gets into your body, you can spread it, and you can spread them by any kind of body function. But but, yeah, any kind of bodily functions. You can pee on somebody, and they get the the virus, or you can poop on them, or bleed on them, or anything. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So now we're back at the hotel. Uh, The I call him the water boy. He is. (laughs) He's complaining about giving guest number four the water, which is obviously our boy. Because he's drinking too much water. Yeah, and the big the big part of this was he goes in there, he gives him the water, and he, he you can see that this guy's slowly transforming into a dead style creature. Yeah. Because we you know when, when you're dead, then the serum hits you, you're you're quicker. But this one, actually, you know, they did this movie a little different. You know, in the other movies that we we've, we've done, a lot of a lot of the dead came from the grave. But this one didn't really. People were. This is all people that were like just brand newly getting affected. So this is more like yeah, the so, uh, Walking Dead style of zombies. Yeah. So one thing that you'll, well, okay, kind of. So the Walking Dead style zombie is basically like Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. So in Dawn of the Dead, it it brought the whatever caused this brought the dead back to life, 
But then when they attack you, you can become a zombie. Yeah, but this one didn't have right. any... This one, this film didn't have any zombies raising up from the grave, though. Right, but the thing, though, that, that I was going to bring up, and, and maybe it was just something that I missed because I had to kind of watch this quick, but... So in the very, very first scene, they use death one on that corpse and it brings it back to life. As a zombie. Oh, yeah, that's right. But then in the rest of the movie is not about that at all. The rest yeah. of the movie is about death one turning living people into zombies. Yeah. So if you're dead, it brings you back to life as a zombie. But if you're living, it also makes you a zombie. Okay. It's a little bit. So this is, I think that was the problem too with the filming because since the only like dead person we saw come back to life was at the beginning we didn't see it the, right. later on the film because with this one which we'll get to is it gets transmitted like a different way yes so the water boy basically he gives the guy uh, some water and he takes his other glass back with them and we have one of the maids knocks into him and he, he basically cuts his hand on the glass so remember mm. you know since the uh, since the the infected guy drank out of that glass the saliva I guess got into his hand the uh, water boy. So the nurse goes check on him. You know, we can see that this guy's super turning into a zombie. He does the old saw gimmick, cuts off his hand. Yeah. To keep it from, yes. From spreading, which which doesn't work at all. Yeah. Even though his face is already contaminated in this scene, but he cuts off his hand because he thinks that's better. Oh yeah. By the way, the zombies in this movie, they didn't look half as good. Has the fucking, no, they just have shit cake to their face. Yeah, it looked like, like, it, it, looked like, like it looked like, like it looked like cake, uh, like icing, like green icing. Well, I was gonna say it looked like fake vomit. Yeah, like this, like they just like taped fake vomit to their faces. It was it was pretty rough. Yeah. So now the the cleaning lady goes in there and she gets attacked. So now that we sent, so now the soldiers are, are they figured out where this guy is hiding at at this uh, the the hotel. And they all storm in there. They start quarantining the whole area, getting people out there. I thought the funniest one was when they took the guy. He's like shaving, takes him out of there. Yeah. And they, the, you know, that's a pretty cool scene. They just going through the room to room. They eventually find mm-hmm. the guy downstairs dead, and they they take his body back to headquarters. And this is when we have the general. And the gen, this general, he only has one action for all this stuff. Listen, guys, we're gonna hide this. And everybody at the hotel just execute him. Like he basically wants to kill everybody who is at that hotel, who could have been. That's what ex- he says, right? Yeah, yeah. Basically, what he says, like I want. He, he doesn't say this exactly, but he's basically saying we need to execute all people that were on the premises, and we have to make a mass grave for them. Yeah, I was like, Fine, yeah. So okay. basically, because because he kind of goes into this, the soldiers kind of go into this. It's like, okay, we need to quarantine you for your own safety. But in reality, they're going to kill everybody. Yeah. So, and put them all in a mass grave. Yeah. So now the general, what he does with the infected body, he just puts his ass in the furnace. Okay. And of course, like. Not a good idea. But of course, like we've seen on Return of the Living Dead, you can't put yeah. a body in the furnace because the, the chemical ashes will come up in the air and it will turn the living dead down. And it, right when I saw this, I was like, okay, w- what's going on here? We were supposed to be different than Return of the Living Dead, and here I'm watching the same shit. Okay, same watching the same shit. But my yeah. my my part of this, my, I love the part where the where he had the doctor's reaction to it. Yeah, 
when when they put the guy in the incinerator and he's like, we've solved the problem. We put it in the incinerator and the doctor's like, you did what? <laughs> what? He's like, if you did that, it'll go all into the air and it'll yeah. infect everybody in the world. And, you know, it would have been yeah. nice to know this before we burnt this fucking body. But okay, and then the guy and then the, and then the fucking uh, general guy's like, oh, yeah, don't worry about that. We, we've done tests on this before. We, we're we're sure. good. So what happened? What happened was unlike Return of the Living Dead, where the uh, the serum ash gas would go up in the air and rainfall would happen and spread over the graves. No, this one it just made a whole big cloud and it affected a bunch of birds. Yes, I thought that was pretty that was clever. Great. So yeah, I love I love the zombie birds. So <laughs> so now we cut to some of our characters. On this, yes. this must be Quote like where the Fauci characters. section comes. Yes, the Fauci characters yeah. are here now. So we have the only the, I got about maybe th- a couple other names. So we have the main two are Kenny and Roger. All yeah. right, and the, uh, uh, the the third guy I didn't really get his name, but they're basically driving on a jeep and the only th- you know dubbing all over the place. There's just some random dubbing. They're just saying stuff. They're basically soldiers. They're listening to a radio station. We have this mm-hmm. radio DJ guy named Bluebird. Bluebird. All right. And he is basically saying stuff about, you know, government pollution and all this stuff. And and uh, he's just going on about how the, 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 the covering the, the, the up over here. And he, yeah. he basically is kind of like the, uh, I guess, the DJ throughout of our movie for some reason. Yeah, the guy that's telling us what's going on. His name is uh, Blue Heart. Oh, Blue Heart, my bad. I said Blue Bird. Blue Heart, yeah. Yeah, Blue Heart. Yeah, it's Blue Heart. So he's basically just going on about fear and and pollution. Mm. And how it's all going to kill us all. Yeah, so basically these soldiers are driving around. And my favorite, like, line... From these soldiers. First of all, they're driving around there. This this one soldier was so happy about his boombox. He's like, "Yeah, man, check out my boombox and stuff." They're all like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. And, one, I, and I don't think you heard this, Allison. If anybody else did, you gotta pay attention to this scene because one of the soldiers says, or one of the dubbing soldiers says, "This." He's like, "Yeah, man, this fucking cocaine's kicking in." <laughs> That's fantastic. I was like, "Fuck that yeah, there we go." He's like, "Yeah, man, this fucking cocaine's kicking." He's like, "Oh shit, okay, that's what we're doing here." We're getting the, we're getting the cocaine soldiers driving around fucking the Philippines. I'm pretty sure yeah. that happened. Oh, I'm guaranteed it did. Yeah. So I'm guessing that they're on vacation. They're like on leave or something. No, they're just fucking just driving around and hanging out on the base. I guess I don't know. Oh, okay. I mean, it doesn't really say. They're just like they just they never seem to report to work or anything. So that's why I was yeah. asking. So, so they're driving around. They eventually see a fucking bus full of girls. Yep. All right, so they're all flirting back and forth with the girls. I like one girl. Um, I believe her name was uh, Nancy. She was all like, she was like, uh, I think it was Carol. I was like, hey, uh, <laughs> hey, Carol. Hey, go give him one of your numbers. I was like, well, how many fucking numbers does this girl have? <laughs> like, we got like, we got like a book full Probably. of them. Probably. <laughs> so they're all yeah, like flirting yeah, back and forth. Girl. Yeah, they're all like flirt, flirting back and forth. Yeah, we got some '80s music playing. So now we, this is when we do. Then we cut to our another couple that we have. Is mm-hmm. uh, it's a uh, uh, Pat- Patricia, all right? And I couldn't tell if this is her brother. I think it was her brother. 
and the brother was not 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 liking this blue hearts stuff about he just wants to go out there and be a, a like you know a freedom guy he doesn't want to be scared all the time if he wants to drink a beer he'll drink a beer if he wants to take a shit on the road he will take a shit on the road yeah right. very uh very uh self-made person yes and uh oh his name is glenn so we got glenn and, and, and patricia and i bring sure they're brother and sister so they're driving around and they see uh they see like we have some 80s hair bands playing too which is awesome and they see a bunch of dead birds on the fucking road and they go to go help them out and then eventually the birds start attacking them yeah zombie birds yes the zombie birds start attacking them and this is when Glenny's kind of getting that pulse on his face now, doing this. Mm. And uh, so she, Patricia, I, I kind of like this part. So she takes him to like a fucking abandoned gas station. And we have P- Patricia freaking out because her brother got like bit by this bird, which obviously has the death one gas in it. And yeah. she doesn't know that. She just thinks he's infected. So she goes to a, a, a an obviously looking at an abandoned gas station, and she's like, "Don't worry, Glenn. I'll be right back. I'm gonna go get you some water." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Fucking bitch, this fucking you have some green icing come out of this fucking dude's face. I don't think he needs water. I don't think water's <laughs> gonna help." <laughs> so she goes into this abandoned gas station looking for some sort of fucking yeah. water. Okay, <laughs> they put on they put on her her brother's oozing green cake face all right yeah, so gross. and she's walking around and so you know you know like in when we had the you know, dawn of the dead or the last movie yeah. zombie where you know zombies would just show up you know what i mean walk around mm-hmm. being all creepy right. you know how we know zombies are in this movie well we get a fucking neon light. green light yeah that's how you know that there's danger coming yeah so you can be ready for it yeah, the danger, the danger light, the green danger light, <laughs> neon light. So this zombie attacks her. Right, first he's in a chain and shit, and he breaks free. And Allison, I got so uh, of all of our years watching horror movies and watching these movies for past couple years that we've been doing this show. Have you ever seen a no. zombie attack a girl with a machete? Nope, this is my first time. Like how was that? What a time it was! Why? Why would he need a machete when he's the the weapon itself? Just why is the only question you have to ask in this? I don't know. I mean, I guess it was supposed to look scary with the. Uh, but it was like super quick. It was know. like it like fucking it was so quick. It like sped up. It like it was on fast forward and shit. Yeah, it was. Uh, like you didn't even notice not, it. It was. Uh, I thought yeah, you rewind. <laughs> Yeah, had to rewind it. I was just, yeah, it was just like, oh god, like, why can't we just have like zombies that are like zombies? You know, yeah. what I mean, there's also all kinds of things that are fucked up in this movie too. Like, like you know how it'll show like close-ups of like their feet or their hands or whatever, and like yeah. their feet will have like like the fucked up nails on them. But when it shows the other foot, it's perfectly fine. Like they just, they only, it's like they only made up one foot. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, this zombie with the machete, like, machetes, the the gas pump. (laughs) Oh, by the way, Mm -hmm. our girl, Patricia, she is just not a normal white girl. No, she has a, Mm -hmm. their best reflexes known to man. Because even though the zombie was a dead creature and it can move at the lightest speed, she reflected everything. No problem. Easy. Yeah, she was like a martial artist. Yeah, exactly. 
So she got the idea. Well, fuck! I'll just burn him because I had this random match here. So she just burns him. Yeah, and that takes care of that. So yeah, back no on the party bus, you know, the soldiers were about to get onto this party bus. So so this this bus not only had women on it, okay, mm-hmm. it had some dudes on there too, which were barely mm-hmm. named. So I named one of them Blue Shirt One and Blue Shirt Two. Okay, perfect. <laughs> and their plan. This is their plan. Okay. So they were going to trick the soldiers into letting them into their base so they can go to the better beaches. Yes, because it's, yes. it's hard to say this with a straight face. So yes. the military base is built on the better beach. Yeah. So they want to trick them into. Yeah. So the girls are going to offer up the goodies to the soldier guys to get them on a better beach. And all these other losers like, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's do that. So Blue Shirt 1 gets attacked by a bunch of birds. And they pull over, and then everybody's getting attacked by birds. Everybody's just, you know, getting the... Birds are just flying everywhere. It's like attack of the so, fucking birds. Yeah, it's like some of the birds also are hand puppets, I noticed. I don't know if you saw that, but some of them are clearly hand puppets that they're just like... Trying to attack these people with. That's all you need, man. Yes. Little hand puppets. That's all the special effects you need. So during all the melee, apparently a girl Carol, she gets like bit on the fucking, she gets bit by one of the birds, <laughs> and the soldiers they're all like convenient up, and they're like, okay, let's try to take her to the hospital, but there's no hospital nearby, of course. No. So they're gonna take her to the look to the the closest motel, which is obviously which the motel that to be. yeah just happens <laughs> to be the motel we saw at the beginning of the film. Uh, of course. Okay, so. but it's all run down right now. It's like a resort. Yeah, I would say it's a resort. I wouldn't call it a motel. It's like a resort. Yes. So now the uh, so we got some lab people. You know, they're still there yes. freaking out. They they figured mm-hmm. out that there's a bunch of this shit happening now, and so the general guy, his name is Morton, by the way, General Morton. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna call General him Morton. General. So they keep getting they're getting like some. We're starting figuring out the plot over here. So the plot is basically. The the death one cloud is over like this radiation cloud turned the birds into zombie birds and now the zombie birds yeah. are turning into people into zombies and they're all eating each yeah. other and the lab and the soldiers are getting reports about people attacking each other and eating yeah. each other and they're like and then the general guy his his thing is like let's just kill them all okay yeah but the and doctor yeah, wants to like everybody. see if they can like try to, to try to like contaminate it. Yeah, maybe not kill everybody. Yeah. And, <laughs> like, literally, this general guy is like, okay, what we're going to do is we're just going to kill every fucking buddy. Right? And yeah. then Dr. Harold's just like, we cannot keep doing this useless slaughter. <laughs> we just can't keep killing everyone. <laughs> like, he uh, wants to kill everybody in the Philippines. Let's yeah, just kill yeah, everybody yeah, on the island. That's pretty much that his thing. Yeah. Yeah. So now we have the so the so like like we said before the soldiers and the kids they go to the Sweet River Resort, okay. Yes, it's all fucked up and everything. Um, they try out the phones, none of the phones are working. They get the girl up there, and they're checking the stairs. We see the green flashing light, so we can say that there's some zombies in these in, in or around this area. Yeah, that's how you know. Yes, and then uh, the girl who's who's bit, 
She is like pulsing green blood and shit. <laughs> All yeah. right. And uh, actually, it was uh, Carol, C- C- Carol, and Nancy are the ones taking care. And the girl that got bit was not Carol; it was Lenny. She got bit. Okay. And they're like crying over and stuff. So now we have uh, we have one girl we have one girl leaving out with a soldier guy to get out of there to go mm-hmm. find some medical help. Okay. And everybody everybody else stays by. So we have a sol- the one one of the soldier guys, I think it's a guy that loves this boom box, takes out one of the girls he was flirting yep. with and says, Hey, get on my Jeep, we'll go find a uh, we'll go find a hospital. You never seen a more happier girl. So they're out Jeep driving. Right? Oh, yes. This is great. And we can see that it's very quiet in here. She doesn't really like it. All right. And the, they're driving around all of the Philippine area, and it's pretty much abandoned. Mm-hmm. And, of course, his Jeep dies. His Jeep dies. Say that ten times fast. Yeah, of course. His Jeep dies, yeah. And he needs water for the radiator. The fucking water is everywhere mm-hmm. in this movie. All right. The solution to all the problem, man. Yeah. Just drink more water. Yeah, exactly. So now it helps the cargo keeps so, solves zombieism. No yeah. problem. So the girls looking around. These they they weren't named anyway in this movie. Unless no. if they were, it was like super fast. So the girls looking around. It's all smoky out there, and we have a bunch of zombies show up. And my favorite part about this is when the <laughs> is when the fucking zombie pushes her off the fucking balcony. Yeah. So I noticed <laughs> that too. So they don't like. <laughs> So in the other movies that we've seen, yeah, like the zombies attack you and try to turn you into a zombie, but he just throws her out. Yeah, the that's not this one. It's like get out of here, bitch! Get out the fucking window. He pushes yep. her down and throws her into the water. So then I was a little bit confused as to what happened in this next scene. Maybe you can explain to me. Okay, so I'm confused too. Okay, <laughs> so, so I have two. I have two ideas of what happened here. So the girl gets okay. pushed into the water, and the water was. I don't know if water just boils on its own, but usually when it, the water boils, it means it's hot as fuck. Correct? If your water's boiling? Yes. So yes. the water's boiling over here. And the soldier guy finds, sees the girl in the water, so he dives and rescues her. Okay? But, like, he, he jumped in hot water, no problem. But I guess the water wasn't mm-hmm. hot because he wasn't burning, but it looked like it looked like the girl was burning because... When he picked her up and got her up, she didn't have no legs, like Lieutenant Dan, and she turned into a fucking zombie. Yeah, so okay, so this, that's the part I'm confused about. So I don't think the water was hot. I don't think it was boiled. Like, I think the water was, was warm. Like it was a, like a hot spring is what yeah. I think that's supposed to be. But it's, it's so, like, you could tell, like, the water wasn't very deep, but they were trying to act like it was. Yeah. So, like, she would come up out of the water, and she's clearly standing on her feet in the water and then she'll go back down underneath the water like she's drowning yeah. so he jumps in the water to save her and everything seems to be fine but then he drags her to the shore and then he's like they're all resting because he's tired because he just drug her in from the, from the water and then all of a sudden she just attacks him because now she's a zombie and she don't have no legs yeah so like were there zombies underneath the water that I that's what I'm guessing attacked? Like, I don't know. None of this and shit about, makes any sense. In about less than five seconds, the zombies chewed yeah. off both of her legs, turned her into a zombie, and attacked But they didn't him. attack him. Well, maybe he, maybe, well, you know, with his, they didn't like his legs. Maybe, maybe. It was tainted meat. Maybe it didn't, yeah, it was tainted meat. 
maybe they only like like females or something. I don't know. But yeah, that was just like that was just seems like it was just made to be a jump scare. Because you know, like you think that she's they're safe because he just rescued her from drowning. And yeah. then all of a sudden she's like, you know, like attacking him again. Yeah, so the soldier guy gets up and this is when we see a bunch of zombies coming out of the woodworks. They're trying to get him. Kung I, Fu I, zombies. Yeah, yeah, Kung Fu zombies. I thought the scene was okay with him trying to escape. Um, except <laughs> that they just kept coming out of nowhere. Like yeah. like the scene where he's going up the steps and there's like the three zombies at the bottom and but, he keeps knocking them over. Well, but then there's like that one that's on the steps that's yeah. hiding behind that like bamboo thing. Was it just standing there waiting on him to come by? Yes, that was in the script. Just like <laughs> it was in the script. All of a sudden he just tell you the move. And it's like ah. See, Austin, like, you're looking at you're looking at this movie the all wrong way. See, see, see. Oh, the thing okay. is, we need to break the fourth wall. Okay, the the, oh, right. the, the okay. zombie was booked to stand right there until this random soldier guy walks up. Then then it's his cue. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, it's, it's like uh, yeah, just like uh, in all those matches where like the Undertaker, Kane comes up from under the ring. He just lays under the ring the entire time, waiting on this yeah. to happen. Yeah, yeah, that's what you do, bro. Okay. Fair enough. So Blue Heart's back. He's all talking about uh, yeah. people being murderous. Everybody's murdering each other and raping each other, apparently. Yeah. All the zombies raping each other? Like, what's going on over here? <laughs> That'd be something to see. And how does he know all this? I guess he's in a tower by himself or something. He's getting... And he can see the whole well, country. <laughs> well, a, 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 according to him, he is in contact with the military but if oh, he's actually, right, but the, my thing is, if he's actually talking to the military, the military like it would have leaked. Like, yeah, the general just wants to kill everybody. That's it. Yeah, you would so think. I'm, you I'm would not think. really exactly sure. I'm not even exactly sure why Blue Heart was here. Okay, but he's here. Now, well, so my thinking on Blue Heart is like the idea of Blue Heart, the concept of that is a, was really popular in the '70s. So, like, you see a lot of these '70s movies where they had a guy. Or someone who was a radio operator. Yeah. And like sometimes they're, they're running a radio station, or sometimes it's just like a CB radio type situation who's always warning the protagonist um, against the people who are trying to kill him or stop him. Um, so there's a lot of famous American 70s movie, 1970s movies that are like that. So that's what I thought this was when I first saw it. They were kind of like doing that, you know, where he was, where Blue Heart was gonna like uh, what I thought was gonna happen was that Blue Heart was gonna start um, coordinating the resistance toward the zombies and the military yeah and then all these people were gonna end up getting together and fighting against the zomb- the military and the zombies but th- that didn't really happen yeah I mean I think that's was his point so like he also was saying like hey everybody if y'all need refugee you know we had this guy named Vince Raven He's going to come on here. Vince Raven. Yeah, Vince Raven, brother. He's going to come on here, and he's going to read you where all the safe houses are. <laughs> right. And he says, like, oh, yeah, you see all those guys in those uh, contaminated suits? Yeah, don't worry about them. Go to them. They're going to try to help you. But they don't know that the general just wants to kill everybody. So there you go. <laughs> so we had that soldier who uh, did not drown or get a- killed by zombies. He eventually escaped to the forest, and now he runs into Patricia, the girl in the red Corvette. And mm-hmm. the the girls, she's crying over her, her friend. So the girls are crying over their friend now. We're back at the, the, the resort. 
and one of the guys you can see that the girl's about she's like entering rigor mortis stage okay yeah but she's still alive except yes. she's in rigor mortis yeah just like in return of living dead yes yeah exactly i mean fuck they they're basically just like i'm saying man they're just like they must have got the blueprint for that movie okay instead of yeah. the fucking other movie they were supposed to get all right, so now the soldiers are keeping watch, and these uh, these other these, these other couple. <laughs> this funny. This was kind of a funny scene. This is straight out of Return of the Living Dead too. So they're back. You know, the they're, they're worried about the friend, but we have this, uh, these other couples. They're not named. They're going to the kitchen to to see if they can find some food, and the guy's like, "Oh, maybe there's something in the refrigerator." Huh? Huh? Girl opens the fridge, sees a zombie oh head, God. and the zombie head gets up. And it flies towards her and eats her. So this is the only scene I can think of that was shot for 3D. Oh yeah, yeah. like the scene yeah. with the zombie heads flying out of the refrigerator. That was clearly shot for 3D. Yeah, it had to be. But now, okay, so now we have new we have new uh, lore, right? So now we have new lore. So now the zombie heads yes. can fly even if they're not attached to a body. Well, a refrigerated zombie head. Yeah, well, I don't know if it matters if it's refrigerated. Well, yeah, you know, maybe like it's zombie... be a little cold. I mean, maybe. How did it even get in the refrigerator? Well, like, did another zombie put it in there? Well, we saw his book. Well, so, so my understanding was this was... refrigerated zombie head burst out and attacked her, and then its body attacked yeah. the guy. So maybe its body put the head in the refrigerator to re- to preserve it, to keep it cold so it could fly, or to, no, to keep it cold so it wouldn't die. Okay, right. All right, because we're concerned about the zombie dying. Listen, this is art. Um, this is art, Allison. This is art. <laughs> you can't just put. You just, you just can't put a fucking zombie head in a refrigerator. This is art. Okay. Yeah, this is this is this is this is for sure art. Yeah. But <laughs> um, the um, my my thought was that um, they it had been he had been this body this person had been killed by someone else, like a serial killer. Mm-hmm. And then they cut off his head and put his head in the refrigerator, um, you know, like Jeffrey Dahmer style. Yeah. And then, then all this zombie shit happened, and now the now the head became the head became a zombie. That's what I thought. Yeah, happened. makes sense. So, so now the soldier and Patricia they go to the hospital, but there's nobody at the hospital. So now, and by the way, so Patricia also has Glenn with her too. You know, mm-hmm. the brother. So they found a room to go in. And now Glenn says he's thirsty. He's super thirsty because he's thirsty for her blood. Yeah. So we, we we're, now we have our zombies liking Return to Living Dead. Now they're talking. Okay. And then I put, then Soldier Boy atta- fights him. They start fighting each other. So they're fighting. A soldier boy is fighting Glenn, and Patricia leaves. But then, during this during this uh, scuffle, uh, the Patricia the Patricia girl hurts her foot, and they get on out of there. They mm-hmm. go back into the jeep, and they get on out of there, or they they just get out of there. So now we ha- well they jump off a bridge actually to get out of there. So a lot of jumping. So the soldiers are on watch. They hear noises. They think that there's a bunch of zombies out there. Yeah, so Nancy, she's like sleeping, and we can mm-hmm. hear now. The, the, we've already established that our zombies can talk now for some reason. So this 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 zombie who was the girl who got bit 
on the bus by one of the birds, she is now saying Nancy, Nancy, and then she starts fighting Nancy up there because she has turned into a full zombie now. And then I thought the best part of this part was the the zombie, the the one that turned, it like leaps to go get Nancy and she just like backs out of the way like Samoa Joe. And she just like goes through the fucking window and falls in front of the soldiers and they're just like, oh, okay. So, and now like the, the soldiers barely even pay like attention to the body that just fell down there because they see more zombies. They think they're, the zombies are in the camper and then they see one coming up, but it's actually Patricia. She is coming up. So they're all together now. Uh, Patricia and all the soldier guys are together now. And they're just basically, they're saying that a bunch of zombies are on their way here. So now all they need to do is barricade themselves in. Yeah. So they barricade themselves in and they're just getting overwhelmed with zombies coming everywhere. So they, they randomly have a, th- a, f- a flamethrower that they use out of nowhere <laughs> to back off some of these zombies. And during this, this, this scuffle, the, uh, the blue shirt, one of the blue shirt one I put, it died during the scuffle. He got eaten. And oh, sad. And then, like, while they're getting attacked, they're just going deeper and deeper within the resort. Yeah, rip, rip. So Look this is this, one. this is actually when we get yeah, a lot of the ninja zombies. <laughs> so the zombies are like on like the second or third floor, and they just jump off like yeah. ninjas and start attacking people. Like the whole time. It's great. It's great. So they're walking through. So they're walking through and they're fighting, fighting the zombies on here, telling everybody to, to watch out for the girls. Okay, yeah, and then we have one of the soldiers out there. He's getting attacked by a zombie, and like this zombie's not even trying to eat him; he's just trying to choke him. Mm-hmm. Like, because he's a main character. Yeah. So like we we have these zombies like you know fighting off people. They're going back and forth. He's on like this like bridge that zombies are coming up, but this one zombie would only like not even try to eat him at all. He would just try to like choke him like he's a person. I said, like, okay, that makes sense. Sure. So now we have the whole crew. The crew's now gone into a, ca- a canoe. All right, and they're <laughs> they're. So, yeah, so they're paddling up the river, right? Yeah, they're getting up them paddling up the river. So then during all this stuff too, so they're probably out there getting out of there. Our, our, our scientists, the, the, the scientists and the soldier, they're like definitely filmed at different times. And <laughs> they, they figured out now that the, the, the soldier guy, the general wanted to see if the doctor could find a cure. He's been looking to find a cure, but like he hasn't found it yet. And he says, no. and the general was just like, well, can't I just kill everybody? He's like, no, we can't do this fucking we can't slaughter. Just kill everybody. You yeah. know what I mean? We need to we need to find a cure over here because if we don't find a cure, this could keep happening to other places. Okay. Yes. And then the, our big his big line Harold was, "Your weapons won't stop them. My cure will." Uh, the, the cure that he doesn't have yet. Yeah, I know he was definitely overacting during this scene. <laughs> so. So, so during all this stuff, we do see that there's a lot of white suits out there going town to town or village to village, start shooting up all the zombies, right? And I guess somehow Blue Heart, he got a message from the soldier saying, don't worry about it, everybody. The horror has stopped. We contained it. 
That's what he says. I was like, that's a blue heart set, which is obviously a lie because there's still more of them out there. Yes. So they started shooting the zombies and they're looking for the, uh, the cure. And then, of course, the big thing was, hey, if you see the guys in those suits, they're there to rescue you. Sure, they are. So, yeah. So, the crew is now on the boat. And I think we got about three soldiers, one blue shirt guy, and two girls. Okay? Mm. And the blue shirt guy is super happy about being on land, so he goes out on his own. He sees the white contaminated soldier guy. He's like, hey, what's going on? Don't shoot, don't shoot. And of course, they light him up, so they shoot his ass. Okay? (laughs) So in the same scene, we're we're supposed to to trust them. We see that they're... They immediately shoot an innocent person. Yeah, exactly. So the other people are like, well, shit, let's get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Well, the... the, And by the way, the uh, the blue shirt, too, he was trying to find a chicken to, 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 to cook it for dinner. Right. Oh yes, I forgot yes. about that scene. That was great. We was looking for the chicken. Yeah. yeah. Then we have we have Ken and Roger. They shoot him. They shoot back. All right. Mm-hmm. They're leaving in there. All right. And I believe. So uh, turn- go ahead. I was gonna say it kind of turns it into a strike commando type movie at this point, where they're yeah. shooting against the soldiers. Yeah. Duh. I mean, come on. And I believe one of the soldier guys, the guy who was actually uh, the guy that was going to be the main hero. Uh, I'm pretty sure he died back in the hotel. So, so now we have some helicopter people that are shooting zombies from above. They can actually hit these targets, unlike the first guy could. Mm-hmm. The general said he's going to uh, leave leave in peace out of the lab, and he he's basically the doctor. He's, the, the The general's like, okay, you know. I'm going to leave here peacefully after we contain the situation. And doctor's saying, like, oh, yeah, well, remember when you fucking burnt that body? Okay. Yeah. And you let the remember fucking escape. Fucked up. Yeah. To the, remember that? You led to, to, to the oxygen? And he's just like, listen, I'm trying to like, get out of here. He's like, listen, we cannot, you cannot leave yet. Because what happens is, yes, you might have contained it here by killing those bodies, but we don't know where that cloud went that has, still has the death one toxins that you let loose. How do we know it won't spread out to the whole to, to different islands and to different cities? And if it does, killing everybody is not going to solve everything like you want to do. My cure is. So that's the big thing now where, yes, they might have killed out most of the zombies here, but it's still that cloud that infected all the birds is still out there. And they need to find a cure more than just useless slaughter. Yes. So, so now we have Ken and Roger and the girls. They're walking through the base. Uh, this part is fucking weird. So, so Nancy, she sees like a random pregnant girl. Yeah. All right? Just ran me at this base. Uh, Nancy stays with her. And you can see that her face has been a little cut. Okay. Bad uh, sign, always. Yeah, Patricia's with them, and she's looking around too, and she gets grabbed. Okay, where she gets grabbed by her brother. Her brother's, you know, kind of like in Return of the Living Dead, where we had all the boyfriends try to attack all the girlfriends, that's the only people they look for. Apparently, yeah. in this movie, it's the same thing, just with the brother. He's trying to only get her. And then we have the guys are kind of like outside, 
and they the the two Ken and Roger they run into the military guys all right and they're basically saying hey we're just like you we don't to get checked out but they could tell that these military guys in the suits the white suits are not to be trustworthy so then we have a good old-fashioned gun fight yeah baby and these guys turn into the Terminator and T-1000 because they kill they about five or six of these fucking white suit guys pretty easy and I was just thinking well fuck I mean I think they got cast for the wrong movie uh, Strike Commando was last year <laughs> yes yes Maybe these are the guys, maybe these guys are in Strike Commando. Who knows? Yeah, you know, maybe these two um, movies. You know, we probably should see Strike Commando. Maybe they're like related. You know, maybe these are just combined. maybe. I mean, maybe they're more connected than, than we think. Yes. But um, they they did mention earlier that they found like a, a crate of weapons. So now that they have weaponry. Oh yes, 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 yes. I forgot they had the the loaded. They they found a loaded crate of weapons. Yeah. Inside uh, uh, inside the resort. Yes. <laughs> no problem. Conveniently, it was in the resort. Yeah, it's kind of like a video game when you find the hidden treasure. You know what I mean? it's, well, it's, it's almost like a video game where they're just like, yeah. you know, ammo and everything just laying on the ground that you can find yeah. when you run out. Yeah, it's kind of like that. So I would say this scene was interesting. So Nancy's checking on the pregnant girl, trying to you know help her out, and she gets attacked from behind by a zombie who rips her eyes out. So we get our Italian yes. eye rip out, kind of. Mm-hmm. And of. then it, it puts its her face up to the pregnant girl's belly, and this of course, so good. and the pregnant girl is pregnant with a zombie baby, and then the zombie baby yeah. eats the rest of Nancy. All right, now I have to stop you right here. So I challenge you, James. Yes. What else? What are you not entertained at this point? This I was is like, entertained. This is by like uh, like Gladiator. Are you? Are you not entertained? Yes. We just saw a zombie baby. Yeah rip out of a zombie woman's belly yes. and attack another woman. Like, what the hell do you want from a movie? I mean, like, this is my money right here. That's like, true. This is like, a, I just saw a zombie baby attack somebody. I mean, this would have been the whole flight, you know what I mean? But like, for Yeah, fun, you've I mean, never seen this before. Yeah. And probably never again. This, is, I mean, this is, yeah, zombie baby. This well, is, I mean, I kind of saw an alien. You did kind of see an alien, yeah. That's I mean, a little different, though. Not no. a zombie. This is, yeah. This is, uh, they should have brought this into The Walking Dead. Like when What's Her Name had the baby, it should have yeah. been like, you know, Carl's brother or whatever. Yeah. It should have been like, uh, it should have been zombie. That's true. I mean, it, it was a cool scene. I mean, I was shocked and I was like, okay, I, I didn't really understand why she was, the pregnant girl was there in the first place. Who I was like, cares? Hey, who cares? She's there. We got those who zombie cares? babies. That's all we need, brother. Take my money. <laughs> 50 cents at the fucking. <laughs> The local uh, in and out, you know. <laughs> the fifty cent we pay to see this. Yes. Yeah. So, so the, Patricia's getting attacked by her her brother Glenn. Okay. So she fights off her, she fights off Glenn, all right, and eventually kills him, and then she meets mm-hmm. up with the the two soldiers Kenny and Roger, and then they see they they look they look over and they see Nancy's all fucked. There's like, oh well, we gotta get the fuck out of here. Yeah, and then they're, they're getting out of there, and then there's a, just a bunch of zombies outside. Um, they start using some more flamethrowers, and they start mm-hmm. using some more, um, just some stuff to barricade their stuff away. I like it where they went up to the, they're about to escape. They see a perfectly fine helicopter that's just yeah, out there. there. I'm guessing that this helicopter was used by the uh, the white suits guys. That's the only thing I could uh, yeah, guess. Yeah, I'm thinking that's how the white suit guys showed up. And... Um, 
see, Patricia could barely walk because of her fucking ankle. Mm-hmm. But she drops down. She's like, hey, there's a grenade there. I'm like, okay, well, we'll use this grenade to, to get away from these zombies. Yeah, so sure. I'm not sure if they meant to do this, but like there's like four or five zombies in front of this house and they yeah. throw the grenade. The grenade blows up the house and just pushes the zombies over. I'm like, wait a minute here. It's amazing, right? <laughs> Is that how that works? Okay. So they start running after the big explosion to go to the helicopter. <laughs> so <laughs> Roger he is trying to uh, stop some of the zombies from getting on the the helicopter. So we got Kenny, we got Patricia. They make it to the helicopter. Roger's doing the old last action hero gimmick where he's trying to <laughs> <laughs> kill some of the zombies and run onto the helicopter. He runs on the helicopter, jumps on its leg, can't yeah. pull himself up, even though you learn that day one of basic training how to pull yourself up. And then mm-hmm. he gets grabbed and pulled down by some zombies and it looks like he's being attacked over one and eaten. I thought that part was pretty crazy because he was like technically one of the main characters. Yes. And Kenny and all of them was like, well, we're out of here. Yep. And Roger actually fights off all, it had to be like six zombies on him. Fights them all off. Okay. And eventually like takes them all down. Like I think he like kills most of them. And then we see some more white suits show up. Like a whole horde of them. Yeah. And this fucking guy, fucking Roger, all right, fucking goes up to him. And he fucking like slow motion is like, don't shoot. I'm like, what you fucking idiot? You, you already know they're going to shoot you because you killed a bunch you of them earlier. Kill you. So why yep. the fuck are you going to go meet these guys? So of course they fucking light his ass up for being an idiot, even though he's fucking yeah. Terminator. He just killed like six zombies. Right, because this was supposed to be like the uh, dramatic, like yeah. heartbreaking moment, right? Like Roger survives all the zombies, yeah. and then the people that are supposed to be helping him kill him. Because there's a scene like that at the end of Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. Where, you know, the, the main character survives the entire night, and then the rednecks show up in the morning and shoot him because they think he's a zombie. So, yeah. I was just like, well, it just didn't make sense to me because they just, they already know that these fucking white suits are not to be trusted. This guy already saved his life. It was a miracle of killing these zombies and he's just going to go up like a fucking, it's probably like fucking 20 feet away or something like that. Fucking white suit guys. Hey, don't shoot me. Like, okay. They do anyway because they're supposed to kill everybody. But, like, also, um, is it in? I, I, maybe I missed this and don't remember, but is it established anywhere in this movie that Kenny can fly a helicopter? Um, yes. He actually said that okay. under his breath. That used to be my former job. <laughs> okay. Under, All right. Fair his, enough. Fair enough. Under his dub breath. Okay. <laughs> so I like, I like this part. So we have Kenny and Patricia. They're on the helicopter, right? Yeah. And they just yeah. saw this guy. Kenny just saw one of his best friends just get ripped up to zombies. That's what he thought that happened. Mm-hmm. And Patricia just saw her brother die and everything. And, you know, obviously this is a big traumatic experience. You know, her family died. She saw these people die. She's died. She almost died. And she's all like, you know what? I think things will get back to normal. Yeah. Yeah. Everything will be fine. Everything will be just fine. I'm like, what the fuck am I... <laughs> 
And then, and then, I don't know why we needed this part, but apparently we did, because there wasn't enough Return of the Living Dead um, parts yeah. of this movie yet. So Blue Heart's there, all right, and he yes. is basically calling out now, but he's talking not he's talking to the people out there, but he's talking to all the dead people out there because Blue Heart has now turned heel and now he has turned into a zombie. <laughs> And he says the new cycle has begun, brother. Yeah, so I think that a lot of this is just mismade, like just just poorly made. Like I think, like I think the idea behind it was that with her saying that everything's going to be fine, it was like it was supposed to be like the moment of hope, and we're all going to go away and build a new world or whatever. Even though everything in their whole world is all fucked up, and yeah. nothing nothing worked right. Well, apparently, it'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. So, like you know. We'll just do a new civilization of zombie dead creatures who need brains to survive, so. and we won't have it. It'll just all die out. Makes sense. I guess so. And then Blue Heart's now a zombie yes. and saying because he's like everybody second, around the world. This level of zombies are coming. Yeah, all the undead around the world. Listen. Yes. All right, and here it becomes uh, uh, <laughs> one of my other favorite scenes in the film because <laughs> that was so stupid. So Patricia's like, I can't believe this is dubbing with something. She was like this. This cannot be what they intended. So Patricia's in the helicopter. They just heard the whole newscast that a zombie yeah. Blue Heart is now. And yeah. then Patricia's like, well, I guess Blue Heart's one of them now. <laughs> yeah. You're not concerned that a living dead guy is talking? No. Okay. Yeah. No. I guess Blue Heart's one of them now. So then, oh. so then, somehow Ken has become Arnold Schwarzenegger because he's an action hero now. Yeah, and he's all like, "Well, we got to go back and fight him." And she's like, "What?" I was like, "What? What? 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 He's like, "Yeah, we're gonna go back and fight him." And she's like, oh, "Okay, do we do we have to?" He's like, "Yes, we have to, because all of humanity is waiting for us." And did she? And then he slowly touches her face to some '80s hair music. I was like, "Come on, bro." Yes. Strike Commander Three. Let's happen. That's what. What are we doing here? Okay. So Strike Commando Three is the is the the soldiers coming to to say Kenny is leading maybe, the soldiers. Maybe this was the origin to, story. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean, because this guy turned this Kenny guy turned into an action hero with those couple lines, brother. He has the babe. Yeah, yeah. He has a helicopter. He has the chopper. All right. He has some '80s hair bands playing. And he's gonna go save humanity from the undead zombie creatures, even though he can barely escape this one. Right. It's, it's fantastic. So that ends Zombie um, 3, brother. Yeah, one part that I forgot to comment on when we got there was like the scene where they're all hiding in the, uh, I think they're hiding in the resort and they, uh, they, they uh, barricade the wall. Yeah. And then the one guy's like, well, if they push on this, it's going to fall over or something like that. And the other guy's like, well, let's hope they don't do that. <laughs> and then, of course, they immediately come and push it over. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean that's we're hoping that doesn't happen, but don't yeah, worry but, about it. We don't it, worry about it. we had a we had a, th- a, a flamethrower that was graciously left here for us. Yes, conveniently <laughs> left here, just like in a video game. And they don't explain but, why um, it was left there, yeah. but I know why it was left there because it was in the script. Because it was in the script, they, yes. they needed a, they needed a flamethrower to be able to get out of the scenario. Yes. So I don't know. Like this is not a good movie. It had um, it had its moments, but it was it definitely wasn't a. Good movie, like a solid good movie. No, 
It's no zombie too. Oh yeah, no, that's for damn not. sure. No, um, but it's um, you know, I don't know. When it got to that zombie baby, like that got me. I, that was like okay. Yeah, All that right. part was pretty wild. Yeah. I mean, I also liked it, too, when uh, Roger was getting pulled down and it looks like he was getting eaten, but he wasn't. He escaped. Yeah. I thought that part was kind of cool, too. You know, it like I said, it had some okay parts to it, but the overall, like, story was just a little corny. I think they were ripping off Return of the Living Dead too much. Yeah, which had only come out, like, two years before this, right? Yeah. So it's almost like they it, it, there's no way they could have not have seen that to make this movie, right? There's coincidences are too high, surely. Yeah, they had to. I mean, it just it just yeah. maybe they, you know they were like they were just thinking okay because you know Return of the Living Dead was a popular series, so you know mm-hmm. might as well add some of the uh, the effects on there too. So yeah, true. So that's the only thing I could think of. Um, so like I said, everybody, that's been Zombie Three. You know, pretty, you know, not a, not a horrendous movie. I actually think Return of the Living Dead Part 2 was a little bit worse than this movie. Definitely, definitely. But this one, you know, it's a close number two. But we will be back here next week finishing up the Zombie series, kind of, unless you count that Killing Birds movie, which we'll probably do in the Retro Blood later on. We'll be doing yeah. Zombie 4. And boy, do we have a bunch of fucking... The vo- I know the voodoo is going to be returning. Voodoo returns. And this movie called After Death or something Yeah, like After that. Death, brother. The voodoo yeah. is back. And everybody, if y'all can look up the name Jeff Stryker, our, our leading man, if you can read <laughs> about his background, brother, I can't wait to talk about this man. It's gonna be. Uh, is, it's it's gonna, gonna be great. And there's gonna be a little backstory. But uh, if 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 anybody is a carryover from the uh, Faces of Fear podcast, you'll you'll see why. I'll I'll tell a little backstory on it. I think it's pretty funny. But awesome. that's all for next week, everybody here on the Retro Blood. And then of course next week we will be uh, we will tell you about our whole Halloween plans mm-hmm. for the Retro Blood, our two month plan of halloween because we do we do halloween early brother we don't just do it in yeah. october we start in september so but allison you got any final words till we get on out of here about zombie three you want to leave everybody with i mean i was just gonna say that you know like this this movie is not uh um you know like forrest gump said i am not a smart man and this is not a good movie but it is entertaining yeah i said that a little entertaining. i mean it is entertaining and you know i mean it's it's if you don't have anything else to do, and you got Tubi, it's free. You know, it's you also can just free watch on the, it at least. It's free on YouTube as well. Free on YouTube as well, yeah. So you can watch. You can you can sit down and watch it, and uh, you know it's uh, it's something. Yeah, it, like it's it for a movie. What it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for what it is, it's, you know, it's okay. It's entertaining. I was kind of entertained while I was watching it. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it's because I couldn't believe what I was seeing, but still, true. All right. I mean, come on now. Neon lights, <laughs> zombies, glowing it's cake faces, fantastic. soldiers could bear shoot anybody. You know, it's easy. Tremendous. Come on. Tremendous. So, uh, so Allison, what what, what uh, music should we uh, end everybody with? So I was going to, yeah, I was thinking, I was going to ask you, do you want to end with, I'll give you partially a choice. Do you want to end with Metallica or Dokken? Man, I can't say no to Dokken. We haven't played them in a while. All right. All right, so let's let's end with Doc and let's end with uh, 
something appropriate for this movie. Let's end with Kiss of Death. Kiss of Death, brother. It's one of my favorite Dawkins songs on, yeah. on one of my non-favorite movies. But if you think about it, you know, there's a lot of Kiss of Death that happened in this film. You know, yep. our boy Kenny and Roger, all they wanted to do was snore on some of that cocaine and get some of that Philippine puss. But no. Yep. We had to have nope. some zombie birds. We had a zombie outbreak. We had to have a zombie outbreak, kiss the death of all these women to turn them into deadly creatures. But it's okay yep. because our boy Kenny became an action hero in the end with Patricia. And all was, all was yep. well. All, all is well that ends well, brother. Yep. But everybody, Dawkin, brother. We will see you guys next week here on the Retro Blood talking Zombie 4. Jay Austin, James Klein. We'll see you all later. See you guys. <laughs>